Hey there, I'm Jocelyn and you're listening to Sit a Spell. This week I'm sharing the story of creation according to the Zulu people of the KwaZulu-Natal province in South Africa. The Zulu people are considered a branch of the southern Bantu and speak Ungungi, a language closely related to that of the Swazi and the Hausa people. Just like last week, I wanted to quickly disclaim that I have been researching and practicing pronunciations in Zulu, but I most likely have not mastered the names in this story. If any native speakers are listening, I'm sorry if I get anything wrong, and also if you have any pronunciation tips, I'm very eager to learn more. Zulu beliefs are highly influenced by the presence of ancestral spirits known as Amadlosi and Abafanzi. It's believed that these ancestors represent themselves and send messages through things like snakes, illness, and dreams. Ancestral spirits are an integral part of big life events also, such as birth, death, marriage, puberty. And the Zulu are widely known for a practice that they share called Ubuntu, meaning humanness or good disposition toward their community and others. Y'all come on in and sit a spell. It's story time. Darkness was first. Earth was just a rock floating in nothingness, completely lifeless and cold. Within the darkness, however, a god dwelt. His name was Umbelen Mwangi, which translates to the Most High or Divine Consciousness. His voice was strong and thunderous. It is said that even to this day when he is angered, the earth quakes. Umvelin Ngongi felt the call to create, and so he did. He began by producing a single seed and planting it into the earth. This seed became the very first life, the predecessor to all other life. It sprouted from the earth and became a tall reed. This reed dropped down even more seeds, which then, in turn, fell to the ground and grew into more. The cycle continued. Eventually, the reeds covered a vast swamp in the north called Uflanga. At the end of one reed sprouted the body of a man named Unkulunkulu, the very first ancestor to humankind. He was very small at first, living in the reed, but eventually he grew so big and heavy that he snapped the reed he grew from. He began walking across the lands and noticed other men and women sprouting from different reeds. Using his fully grown hands, he plucked them from their reeds. These people became the ancestors of all humankind. Eventually, they all migrated south and settled where the Sulu people live now. Unkulunkulu continued walking and now noticed the reeds producing different forms of life. He gathered fish from them and placed them into rivers. As the forests and fields began growing, he harvested birds and antelope, allowing them to fly and gallop into their new habitats. Realizing that humans would need a source of sustenance, Unkulunkulu 
harvested cattle from the reeds. He then plucked off a fiery ball from one of the reeds, along with a pale glowing stone. He threw them into the heavens and in turn created the moon and the sun, both light sources for all that laid below. Next, Unkulunkulu harvested fierce lions from the reeds, along with magical creatures. Some were viewed as positive and some negative. For example, there was Umamblabo, the snake-like goddess of rivers, who was rumored to drown unsuspecting people. She would also eat their faces and suck out their brains. On the other hand, there was a goddess called Umbaba Mwana Waresa. She's described as being very lovely and is responsible for giving the Zulu the gift of beer, inventing farming, and creating rain and rainbows. One of the ultimate tasks carried out by Unkulunkulu was a tragic one. He plucked chameleon from a reed and sent it to the humans of the land. The chameleon would send the message, men must not die. Through the conveyance of these words, Unkulunkulu's will would become reality. Humans would become immortal. The chameleon seemed to be a good choice as his messenger at first. However, he was quite lazy and quite slow on this journey. Eventually, Unkulunkulu grew impatient and decided to give the task to another lizard. The lizard he chose seemed very promising. He was at very least quite fast. So fast, in fact, that in his haste to deliver the message, he did not deliver the correct one. When he approached the humans, he uttered the words, men must die. The complete opposite will to that of Unkulunkulu. From that day, humans became and would forever be mortal. It is said that chameleons changed their color because of the great shame for the ancestor who was not fast enough to spare humans from death. Thank you for tuning in. You can follow Sit a Spell on Facebook and Twitter at Sit a Spell Folklore and Mythology and on Instagram at Sit a Spell Podcast. If you like what you heard today, please consider leaving a review. Also, I had a poll up on Instagram and Twitter about what y'all would like to hear in season two. So if you haven't already, go vote. I understand that some of you will not do that. So here are the four topics you can vote for. One, mythical love stories. Two, cryptids and mythical beasts. Three, folklore from around the world. Or four, trickster tales. You can direct message me or hit up one of those polls that I mentioned and just let me know what sounds best to you. I'm going to make a decision in the next couple of weeks, so I want to hear what you guys have to say. I hope this week brings you all you deserve and more. Y'all come back now. <laughs>